Hey, welcome to the Mutant Puke Podcast, baby. We're a weekly music podcast, and every fucking week we review the newest music to hit the charts. My name is Ivy, and today I am joined by Jackson. Hello. Keely. Howdy. And as always, Jake is sitting in his little producer chair. Thank you, Jake. It's another week. More music. People did shit. Jackson, would you like to recap the David 30th birthday bowling extravaganza for us? Uh, yeah. We went. David? David is the front man for Poltergeist and a good friend of ours. This is a David podcast. He just podcast. had, yeah. This is always He's always David here every podcast. week. <laughs> <laughs> He's muted. Long just time a, listener bit. He's just out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, y'all went, y'all went out, y'all went bowling for David's uh, uh, birthday. Yeah. Who is y'all? Well, uh, I have to look back at the picture, but if I remember <laughs> correctly, obviously it's the birthday boy himself, David, Casey, uh, former podcast host and guitarist of Poltergeist, Nakey Jakey, Jackson, and uh, Kenneth, who I don't and, know, but I know he was like and a Steph. long time ago a part of the uh, podcast that you guys did. Yeah, like years ago. But we all went together to go bowling. Stopped at the arcade first, saw how barren and empty it was. So we just said, you know, we're just going to go bowling. The arcade was so depressing. <laughs> 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 like half the games did not work. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They great. What kind of games though? What kind of what kind of arcade we talked? There was uh, some shooting games. The shooting game was like big big buck shotgun or whatever and it was not working. Fucking rules. Um it was out of commission. They also wanted you to use like like you know the little cards you use on at shit like Gaddy Town and Chuck E. Cheese. They had that, but for this arcade that had like three functioning games. Like <laughs> they wanted you to pay and get a little card for this shit. What are you talking about? You so we couldn't even play down. anything. We couldn't even play anything that was working because we're not they're about to get a Rolling Stones pinball. Yeah, Rolling Stones pinball (laughs) to keep it relevant to the podcast. Yeah, but for a Thursday, uh, like 9 p.m., it was packed. Yeah, it was (laughs) popping. It was popping. Everybody wants to go play the shitty busted games. Well, it went in phases. Like at 10, a bunch of people left. And then at like 11, a bunch of people came in. (laughs) Like two totally different types of people left and came in while we were there. Uh, But yeah, we started, we played two games. I think we're there for two hours. Um, We had enough time for two games and we spent another like 30 minutes trying to order food <laughs> uh ivy if you've ever been to the bowling in lexington it's southland bowling we went to um, i know where it is but i haven't actually been i have uh one of my cousins yeah. was uh she was like really good at bowling and i know she really liked that lane i'm pretty sure that was the one she really liked but i might be wrong it's a decent place yeah talk about the food jacks <laughs> <laughs> so first thing uh kenneth got a chicken club sandwich yeah uh that motherfucker was huge it was fat <laughs> it was fat it had, <clears throat> it had like every animal on the planet on it <laughs> yeah. and it came with fries and yeah. the fries are pretty good too they were all right yeah. <laughs> well ivy had told us before we left because we were playing Fortnite till the last fucking minute that <laughs> we should we she wanted us she wanted jackson to order a cyber grind burger at the bowling alley <laughs> <laughs> and so all right we set off to do that i 
I do have some video footage. I'll post it uh, in the coming days. I have oh, just been no. incredibly lazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, we got we got Cybergrind Burger blocked because they had a fucking digital kiosk and they didn't want us in line like to order. Basically, it seemed like they only wanted customers to use the kiosk to order and pay. So uh, yeah, Jackson just ended up getting a random burger that I pointed at and said, "I'll Photoshop Cybergrind Burger on it." Um, and talk about that burger jackson talk about the burger you got. Yeah. all right so it took uh it took a long time to get this burger yeah it took a grip yeah it took a but what? an excuse me a grip kentucky took a grip the fuck is that that's kentucky speak i thought yeah. everyone knew grip like it's what been a grip is that? it just means it, it's been a while it's been a grip it, it took a period of time. You know, geeking. Who the fuck says that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm geeking. <laughs> no, go on, Jackson. But I think maybe 25, 30 minutes. And when I got that motherfucker, and it came, it came with onion rings too. And the onion rings are pretty good. Uh, this is maybe almost a foot tall double <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Not even cheese, uh, just a double burger. Cybergrind burger. Just yeah, it really was cybergrind burger. Just two. Fat pieces of meat stacked on top of each other. And there's like lettuce, onions, tomatoes, pickles. Yeah. And some sauce. I got a grilled chicken sandwich. That shit was delicious, juicy as hell. I, I think I had a transcendental experience eating it. Um, I don't know why the fucking food at a bowling alley was so good, but yeah, I can't, I can't pin how this experience went. Was <laughs> it, it was good. It, it was, was fantastic. Such good food. I mean, for me, it was great. I I don't. How did you feel? I mean, overall? they had like two. They had two line cooks in the back, like <laughs> with the grills and everything, uh, fryers. Yeah, like an actual restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And from, Kenneth from was looking the... at like, hey, can I DoorDash bowling alley food? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because this shit is good. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's. They would not let you in just if you wanted to get some food and leave and not bowl. <laughs> okay. I don't think there's anything against that. Yeah. But... I don't. I don't know that everybody shared the same love for the food, though. I, you know, I, I gotta point out the fact that you guys had, you know, the cyber grind burger, big ass chicken club, big ass grilled chicken. <laughs> Meanwhile, the two vegans that you're hanging out with, yeah, like yeah, pickles. we we were talking about that. <laughs> Yeah, as I was like taking this big, I tried to take a big uh, Joey's World tour bite that Jake requested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I tried as best as I could to take a bite out of it, and I could not get my mouth like. To... <laughs> yeah, he'd have to unhinge his jaw to fucking take a bite of this motherfucker. <laughs> and I realized like uh, David's girlfriend was across. From where I was like sitting, watching me eat this fucking, <laughs> I was like, "Man, it's kind of fucked up." Yeah, they had fried pickles the long ways, the long way. <laughs> okay, let, moving on from Cyber Reinberger. What's there's a couple other funny things that happened. Okay, so first game, I fucking dominated. Oh my god, this is it. not the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> I won that game. Fair and square. Uh-huh. You're just flexing. You got the and the second on. game, second game, Kenneth's like, hey, you should bowl between your legs. <laughs> I was like, you mean like I bowl like behind me between my legs? Like, no, you like take a big step and then bowl between your legs. It's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> so then I try to do that, but I, 
I was holding a 14 pound pink ball. <laughs> it looked like Pepto Bismol Salmonella by bowling shoes turned into a bowling ball. But <laughs> I try to do that. I did not like have the right steps. I did not have the right uh, <laughs> maneuver to allow me to like throw this big ass pink ball between my legs. So instead, I just hit myself in the fucking ankle. Just slammed himself in the fucking ankle <laughs> with the fucking bowling ball. We were all they- dying. So C- Casey was crying from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson also, got a bruise. A <laughs> <laughs> Casey actually requested uh, that story in particular yeah. <laughs> last night after it happened. It hurt for five minutes, and then I walked to get my cyber grind burger after that. <laughs> yeah, and and last thing that happened on this funny little adventure, immune puke adventure. Um, yeah. David's birthday is immune puke adventure. Thanks, David. Um, <laughs> oh, the present I got him? Yeah, the present. Talking about that. <laughs> and we'll get right to the fucking music reviews, all right, people? Chill out. Chill out. We'll get to him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jake so. Just wanted to talk about his burgie. Jake just wanted to, to talk That about chicken sandwich, sandwich was delicious. God damn. with his friends. Jake just wanted to share. Oh, yeah, I, I did Jake horribly. For having fun. <laughs> I did horribly. I was like the worst bowler there. Um, <laughs> easily. But go on, Jackson. The funny, the last meme of the night. Uh, so as we were leaving, because our two hours were up uh, for his birthday, I got him 10 bowling pins. <laughs> like 10 used bowling pins that had been bowled over and smacked. Yeah, they uh, were selling like were missing. one pin for 350 or 10 for 30 or something like that. And we all thought that Jackson was about to buy David one bowling pin. <laughs> he's like nah i got the whole thing um and uh, the guy the guy in the front was like you know using walking talk he's like yeah i got someone that's trying to buy bowling pins uh <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah yeah all the heads of the bowling pins were like cracked at the top um and like peeled off so you see like like whatever a bowling pin is made of under like the acrylic wood. or whatever is it made of wood it doesn't feel like wood yeah it's wood that's gotta be a little metal or something anyway um <laughs> metal <laughs> kenneth kenneth kept being like we should sign the bowling pins <laughs> i have a sharpie in my car <laughs> and we went over to david's car and we were talking taking pictures hanging out uh the, the some of those pictures are on our twitter by the way twitter.com slash puke i hate it there we were just hanging out and he kept being like david should i go get my sharpie <laughs> so he could sign. he like asked three times and finally david was like yeah man i think you want to like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i love kenneth shout out kenneth but yeah that was our fun little bowling adventure uh, uh we, we uh, did yeah go we ahead we did do some drawings on it yeah i rec- uh i drew the uh 30 30 commemoration yeah. and i was requesting what to draw and i was told a candle and a cum sock yeah so i drew that on my... the bowling pin <laughs> um yeah and kenneth and said we should all sign it <laughs> we did and we did all sign it yeah for some reason uh oh it Jake, seems like <laughs> it seems like david and casey are gonna like try and get revocation to sign one of those bowling pins um <laughs> tonight <laughs> so shout out the, shout out david casey <laughs> yeah uh so i'm gonna fade back into the background and y'all just go on with the show thanks everyone bye all right let's uh take 10 minutes before he pop back in <laughs> <laughs> you put fucking jake in timeout. damn 
Uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get fucking started with the music, baby. Baby, yeah. number one on the list. Full blown meltdown. Let me hang. Project by Full Blown Meltdown, aka Will, on Twitter. <laughs> Jake, what the fuck are these notes? Has been making daily posts supporting DIY bands for almost a year. This is his first single, and he got 500 pre saves uh, through just community support alone. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Shout out the DIY scene doing DIY things. Tab back over to my notes here. Mm. That's the most like college professor thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Let me just uh, tab back over into my syllabus here. Hello class. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about full blown meltdown. Let me hang. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty okay. We're going to start the podcast uh, like what Keely called me out for last week uh, with my review. I'm just going to go. I'm saying. Um, you know what I'm saying? This normally isn't uh, sound that I really enjoy that much, uh, but I do think it's upbeat and fun if you do like the genre. I really liked the more quiet bridge part with the little synth. That's probably my favorite part. I think I would probably give it like a high bronze just because it's not for me, but I do believe that this could grow on me. So um, I had to kind of rush through the music this week a little bit. So I only got to listen through everything once because we're recording on a Friday instead of a Saturday. But uh, cool song. Definitely check it out. Uh, let's hear it from Jackson. You know, I kind of agree with what you're going to say because uh, you just took what I was going to say right out of my mouth. I have a tendency to do that. Uh, you know, I don't really listen to this type of uh, music, but, you know, it's pretty fun. It's pretty upbeat. It's pretty, uh, you know, maxing, relaxing, shooting b-ball, <laughs> whatever kids do. Fortnite burger. I, I should, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's a pretty upbeat song. It's pretty fun to listen to. Nothing I can give really. Uh, I can I can complain about, uh, but I wouldn't like go back to this over and over and over again and play this like twenty times a day. But you know, for that, I'm gonna give it a silver. All right, Keely. I'm also going to give this a silver off rip. This song instrumentally caught my attention a lot. Uh, I think the production, there's a lot of really neat things that happen. Trying to, I'm like skimming it right now to find a particular moment. Whatever, it's fine. It's just, it's a really like fun, catchy, upbeat, like track instrumentally. The vocals are not quite for me, but I think I can get past it and listen to this every now and then uh, because the instrumental is like really fun. There's like almost like reminiscent things from like Terramelos, which I am finding more and more influence from in bands in weirder ways. Instead of just being noise and unconventional stuff, it turns into a lot of like punk rocky chord stuff, but it's like cleaner and happier. And I'm sure there's other bands that are good examples of that. Uh, but this song was cool for that. Uh, so I'm going to give it a silver. All righty. Full blown meltdown. Let me hang. Shout out Will on Twitter. Let him hang. <laughs> Let him hang. Moving right along. Omerta featuring John Naskus. Holy fuck. I'm going to struggle with this. Antiamorous. Did I nail it? Did I kill it? Jake? Antiamorous. did it. Antiamorous. Yeah. Antiamorous. All right, let's go. Hardcore, metalcore, hyper-violence from Houston, Texas. John Naskus as an experimental rap artist and former member of Spider Gang. Yeah, this song fucking rules. I like the, there's like a part in it where it has, I wrote silly vocals, LOL. There was like some uh, <laughs> silly little vocal part, I think like the second verse or something like that, that I fucking loved. 
I said Cybergrind as well. I don't know. I don't think that maybe this isn't Cybergrind. I don't fucking know. They also put in their bio, which I think is really funny, is America's most hated boy band, which fucking rules. <laughs> There's also that cool-ass vocal break in the middle that I really, really enjoy. The instrumental goes absolutely fucking bonkers. Uh, a lot of cool stuff, really good highs, really good lows. Um, and that feature is absolutely insane. Uh, this is an easy gold from me. Uh, very high gold. I would say as far as singles go, this is my single of the week by far. This was cool as fuck. I went back and listened to this probably four or five times and then uh, posted it in fucking every server because it's that good. Yeah, really, really good. In mine after I posted it last <laughs> night, you coward. You coward. Uh, maybe, you know, there's a chance that I was not paying attention to what you posted last night, Keely. My bad. That's on me. I bring um, my personal drama to the pod because it's <laughs> good content. You know what, maybe, maybe if you didn't post mid all the time, I wouldn't ignore your suggestions. Anywho, I'll let, I'll let, you, I'll let, I'll let Keely talk. Keely, go ahead and cook. You're the worst. Um, <laughs> uh, this song was phenomenal. This song is so fucking cool. There's so many really, really cool high moments. Uh, the clean vocals caught me off guard in a great way. Uh, the production does this thing uh, where a particular thing I wish to quote from a, a friend. As I listened to this song for the first time uh, while chilling, <laughs> I made a comment and I said, I want that fucked up sounding production. <laughs> and my friend's response was, you're trans and play heavy guitar. Aren't you just supposed to be able to do that? <laughs> uh, so to that, I say, uh, this is going to influence me endlessly to want to make weird, insane, fucked up sounding things even more than I already do. Uh, production's great. Song is great. The vocals are fantastic. Everybody doing vocals on the track goes insane. Um, gold, like 80,000 gold. Big gold. <laughs> All right, Jackson. This song gives me a headache, oh, but probably on. in a good way. Oh, no. It's like, you know, if they made a new Katamari game, but instead they had like punk rock music instead, instead of whatever weird fucking <laughs> sounds they normally do. All right. And you're rolling up fucking crystal rocks into a big uh, 100 meter bastard. I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. The fuck are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I just I, I played and beat uh, Katamari at work uh, this week, so I guess it's been on my mind, and also <laughs> <laughs> this has been on my mind too. Uh, a bunch of weird fucking sounds. I didn't hate it. The uh, I thought this was that cool. doesn't that doesn't make you happy. I love when the track just fucking breaks. <laughs> it's great. No, that is pretty cool. Again, I I didn't say I hated it. I actually did like this. It just gives me a fucking headache. (laughs) Jackson's fucking dogging on the podcast again, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. I give it a silver. All right. Great song. Very, very good. (laughs) 10 million gold. Does that have to be a two out of three to be a banger? No, it has to be three no, out of three however out of many people are on. Damn, oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry, it's Mr. Okay. It's all right. You fucking, you're welcome to dog, I guess. Mo- fuck it, whatever. Moving on. Next song. A lot of people in this one. Uh, Mr. Shimuzu? Oh, fuck. I didn't finish the notes. I, <laughs> I forgot to finish because I messaged him. Uh, Mr. Shimuzu. He's he um has a YouTube channel with a lot of mm-hmm. live sets that I've watched before 
And uh, recently, when we did our Daisy Chamberlain interview, I used some photos of his, and I didn't credit him. Um, no, no. But he messaged me, and he was like, hey, thanks for using my photos. Like, completely genuine, not sarcastic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even, like, I never, like, post live photos of artists uh, bef- before, so I I didn't even think about the photog credit. Um but some, I, some more things that he's done. Uh, he yeah. shot uh, two music videos for Yeti or three. Oh, for, really? Yeah, for Yeti. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's he did, right. He did Red Eyes. He did um, uh, Honey Bee, and he did. Was it only those? He's done videos for Yeti. I know. Did he do uh, Opulence too? Opulence have a video? <laughs> I thought it did. I might be wrong. Uh, actually, I think I'm I'm 100. I'm, I'm I'm wrong. Yeah, Opulence has a lyric video. That's what it is. But yeah, he's done videos for Yeti and he's done photog for Yeti. Uh, I think he's toured with like a couple other like Kurt Travis adjacent bands as well. So my confusion for this single was I don't know if he's just producing or producing and rapping. I sent him a message asking him, but I don't know for sure. I don't know if you would know Keely, if you know anything about his music. Um, I, I didn't know he made music. Yeah, I, I didn't know him. either. Till, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's awesome. I love his YouTube channel. It's got so many great live sets, and obviously he's fucking killing it in the music video game. So I, I just really want to check out what he's putting out. So uh, there's the notes for you. <laughs> Sorry for the incompleteness. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I I totally forgot that this is this is who this was. So, um, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. However, to get to the track, to get to my thoughts on the track, it also credits Machiavelli, McBars, VVS, Prada. I'm assuming those are the other vocalists on the song. Again, since we don't have clarification whether or not. It was just produced by him and has like vocal features or whether he was actually on the song as well. I'm not entirely sure who is who. I went to look at like each of their individual pages on Spotify. I think McBars doesn't even have a credit page on Spotify and the others are like uh, fairly small like newer artists as well. So uh, it was kind of hard to get information on this track. But I liked the instrumental. I thought it was a pretty interesting, like, kind of uh, more chill orchestral vibe. It reminded me of, like, uh, what was that one fucking song that came out? There is there's a uh, there's a rap song I used to really like that came out uh, back in, like, it might have been, like, 2008 or something uh, that had a bunch of, a bunch of different features, uh, and the instrumental was kind of, this instrumental was kind of like that, where it was, uh, it was kind of consistent throughout the entire song. Uh, but had different people jump on. Um, I wish the verses, uh, the feature verses, were a little bit longer. It almost felt like a like it was a bunch of different choruses with the way that it was written, uh, kind of layered into each other. Uh, and when someone would come in, it felt like it would end a little abruptly. I would have liked to hear them cook a little more. It did end up being a little repetitive for me. I don't think that takes away from the track. I think it's still very chill, uh, interesting song to listen to. But yeah, I think for the most part, I'd probably give it like a low silver. I was kind of in between high bronze, low silver, uh, just just on kind of the the comments I made before. But uh, overall, very good, very interesting. Uh, shout out Mr. Shimozu. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Let's hear from Jackson, though. You know, listening to this, uh, there's a lot going for it. Uh, the multiple uh, artists on this with the... Uh bass boosted uh trap beats and the triplet flows from uh all these artists 
does take uh, a lot of inspiration from you know contemporaries from uh, areas such as like Memphis uh, that have similar productions and uh, flows like this. Listening to this, you know, I think the bass boosted uh, trap beat kind of got a little bit aggravating after you know three and a half minutes of this, but that could just be a production issue. Not unlistenable, just, you know, a little bit grating at worst. The flows itself, I think were fine. Uh, all these, the artists together when they were making this kind of sounded too uh, similar to each other rather than it being distinct from each other from a group such as like Bones, Thugs, and Harmony, which all of them sound nothing alike, but they could also just be production. The song itself was okay. I thought it was pretty okay. I, I liked it a little bit. I was thinking about giving it a high bronze for this because uh, I do see potential with uh, this coming out with some bangers. Yeah, I I, I kind of get what you mean about the voices sounding similar. I think personally, I think they all have a pretty distinct style. And I would, and that was like my note is that I wish we could have seen that shine a little bit more. Maybe that's because it's like, I, I don't know if he's released any other songs. So maybe it's like a first song thing. I know that I have uh, in in the New Witch's Tongue. Uh, this is the first song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the same thing with the New Witch's Tongue single. Um, there's some like vocal stuff that you know just for me like listening back, it kind of flopped a little bit. In Don't that. you start fucking dogging on me. <laughs> I'm dogging I on myself. Mean, I'm dogging on myself. Does uh, work? Because yeah. if you listen to like tapes from the '90s, from shit like Tommy Wright the Third or uh, Gangsta Pat, they had very low production qualities but the songs were pretty good yeah i think there's a lot of potential is all i'm saying i think uh i think they all have unique styles it's just when you're kind of like crammed into a track all together and trying to like share the space and it's like a first drop and stuff like that i think it's hard to let each individual artist shine is is all i was trying to get across but let's let's hear from keely a lot of what jackson said is pretty much what i was gonna say um it has a lot of potential uh i think i like that the production style stands out a little more from like typical like trap leaning beats with that like over over push a bass and like letting it really kind of hit that grading level i tend to prefer that i, I mean i'm annoying so I tend to like things that are, are grating, but that kind of sold me a little more on the production. Um, overall, it was just, you know, nothing bad, but nothing that like stood out too much for me. Uh, so I'm also going to give it a bronze. I would like to hear more though in that production style that's very like bass heavy aggressive. I agree. I think there's a, uh, like pretty much all of us said, I think there's a lot of potential with this project. I think, uh, I think for, for this being the first track, there's definitely like, a lot that we could see um, from this group of people going forward. But wrapping up with that, we are moving on to the next song, Dying Wish, Torn From Your Silhouette. Um, <laughs> hardcore from Portland, Oregon. Dying Wish is going on the European Counterparts Tour. Jesus Christ, hold on. My brain just fucking melted for a second. Okay, all right, all right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm ready. I'm ready to do the thing. He rebooted. <laughs> Yeah, this this song I thought was pretty cool. I didn't like the breakdown. I did not like the breakdown. I thought the breakdown was kind of kind of boring. Maybe that's a little mean. Fucking go. <laughs> uh, but the vocals I thought were fucking excellent. I thought the vocals and the vocal production was really really cool. Um, it reminded me of some like 
nostalgia type shit um with with more of that like fucking late 2000s warp tour vibes but in a in a really cool interesting way um the screams are very interesting and unique as well i thought um it's a, it's like it's cool to hear an artist that has a very unique timbre to their screams yeah i think i would probably just give it a silver um it didn't blow me away but i thought this was pretty interesting do do you guys know if this is part of like a project, like a full album that's coming out, or is this just a yes, one-off single? It's a, it's an album that's coming out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I am excited to hear the album. I this might be one of those ones that, in context, I will like it a little bit more. Uh, but we will just have to see. Uh, Keely, what do you think? I came into this only knowing the name of the band uh, because being on Twitter and liking one single video of a show, you get a million hardcore <laughs> videos that come up in your feed. Um, so I've just, I've like seen things in passing. I've just never clicked it, never listened. Uh, when I saw the name pop up, I was like, all right, I'm at least familiar. The shows look really hype. Let's check it out. Overall, I adore the screams very much. The singing is going to have to grow on me. I don't, my first pass, the singing sections, you know, felt a little too much like throwback core, which I'm sure is part of the allure of what they are going for. Um, but it's really the heavy moments that like kept me in there. Like you, you mentioned the, the breakdown being lackluster. I was out here like ready to start punching holes in my wall and changing my name to Kyle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I like things like that. I, you know, sometimes you just got to enjoy a little bit of Oonga Boonga, uh, <laughs> to which I am. Uh, I am very excited to hear it in context. I feel like the clean vocals will come around to me when I hear a full idea instead of just like this feeling like its own thing. Uh, so I'm going to give it a very high silver. It almost cracked the gold, but, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to give them more. Hell yeah. And Jackson to round it off. Uh, I've never heard of this band before, but <clears throat> I took a look into them uh, recently, and I would have to agree the shining uh, part of the music is the vocalist. She does an excellent job with uh, you know, her guttural screams, and uh, the instruments too, you know, bearing uh, good tones with that. You know, with this song, they uh, just really shred uh hard um i kind of agree with you with uh the chorus towards the end it kind of like loses the momentum of the song i'm just not really a big fan of uh that kind of sound when uh for like a metal song but you know overall this is pretty good i'll give this a silver let's go all right ding ding indeed and dinging right along to the next review God, I am so low energy today. I apologize. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm drive to Florida and punch you in the stomach? That would, <laughs> that would probably make it fucking I mean, worse. Dog. I just woke up like a little over an hour ago, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I woke up at like a two. God, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, what I'm up just since 7.30? I'm just a little sweepy. However, the music must be reviewed. And the next one is The Marrier featuring equipment Light Sleep. Solo act from Cleveland, Ohio, features Nick Zander of Equipment, um, and they are a Lonely Ghost Records band. Everybody knows Jake loves him some Lonely Ghost. The podcast, too, at times has been known to love some Lonely Ghost, so sending some love 
dual only ghost ban. I actually uh, am mutuals with the Marrier on Twitter, so I uh, was excited to check this song out. I like it, that it has like kind of some silly vibes in like a good way. It's like very fun. It's very lighthearted. Um, I didn't I didn't get a chance to read the vocals. I don't know if they were on Spotify. Uh, let me double check that real quick. They are not. Um, so I didn't get a chance to read the vocals. So I don't know if maybe it's like a silly vibe and the vocals are like, you know, some deep shit. So I can't I can't speak on that. But um, I wish the vocals themselves were a little bit more in front of the mix. Uh, I thought they were very standout and interesting. I think the album art is also very very cute and and uh, I'm pretty sure Jake said something about that on Twitter as well. I really really enjoy uh, the little little album art guy. Um, the guitars, there's like a section towards in the middle that remind me a little bit of like snail mail. Um, a little bit of that snail mail tone with um, some interesting little licks in there. Um, it's short but sweet, but I, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a silver. Really cool stuff. I'm interested to see what comes next. We'll go ahead and pass it off to Jackson. You know, listening to this, I think it's a nice, you know, upbeat, a little bit cheery, a uh, little ditty. I'll call it that. The vocals are a little bit buried. I think it's on purpose, though. Um, probably the little little beat in the foreground. Yeah. Um, I just think that overall, this it's not a long song. It's a uh, two minutes, a little over two minutes. But I don't think it really progressed anywhere in those two minutes. Which you know, fair enough. It's not that long of a song. I don't think it's meant to be. But for what it is right now, I think it's a pretty enjoyable ditty. I'll give it a high bronze. Enjoyable ditty indeed. Uh, Keely. I'm going to call everything a ditty from now on. (laughs) Um, Okay. Production was fun. Uh, This just isn't typically a style of music that I listen to, uh, which Ivy has heard me dog on other similar artists. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Keely Uh, always fucking dogging. I don't think there's anything to dog on with this. It's just not particularly my thing so i'm gonna give it a bronze because it was fun uh but just not for me uh i hope to hear more things with that cute little drum pad though uh because i do like that drum sound quite a bit all right the marrier equipment light sleeper let's fucking go bambi one touch dj and producer from toronto jake says here i got nothing she's pretty low (laughs) profile online A little bit hard to find some information on Bambi. I think I've actually listened to one of her songs before. I couldn't figure it out while I was like going through this track, but I'm almost certain I've listened to one of the other songs before. I don't know if I don't think it was on the pod, but I wish anywho, I had reverb so we could just say break core with break a lot of core. Uh, a lot of reverb. I don't know if I would consider this break core. It felt more like uh it felt it felt more like to me it was like kind of like a backing track like uh if you threw like a, a hip hop artist on it it would sound uh have a little bit more uh layers to it um it kind of reminded me of like the skrillex stuff a little bit and i'm not like a huge fan of uh electronic instrumentals in that style particular it, there's nothing wrong with them by any means and i'm not dogging but it usually <laughs> just doesn't really do anything for me uh, maybe I am dogging. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm dogging. Apology immediately. Not really for me, though. So I'm going to go ahead and give this just uh, a bronze. I thought it was cool enough. There were some fun little sounds in there. I I, I do like uh, when like electronic instrumentalist artists like this put little uh, like vocal sound bites in songs. I think that adds a lot of 
definition to an otherwise uh, kind of slow genre for me. But yeah, we'll go ahead and hear from Geely. It's got the breakcore drums. <laughs> um, I thought it was neat. I was very surprised that this ended up in the playlist. I was like, okay, I guess. Thank you, Jackson. I love that. I read pitchfork.com, and Jackson had nothing to do with this being in the playlist. You're welcome. Shout out, Jackson. Thank you. Yeah, this is a, a very neat song. <laughs> uh, I like the production stuff a lot. Um, this leans more into the type of electronic music that I like because it's faster and it never stops, and I really like that, so I'm going to give this a high silver. Jackson, since, uh, since you obviously... Uh requested this song and and no one else had anything to do with this being on the playlist what do you think the new bambi correct well you know i'm glad that uh i did something um i'm gonna say i'm gonna have to agree with the uh, previous statement um i thought this was pretty good i liked the uh you know a bit chopped and screwed uh vocal samples along with the uh fuck it what we call it breakcore the break chorus sample uh, throughout the song. Just a lot of little bits of this song just scattered everywhere that makes a really interesting uh, song. Uh, is it out of uh, focus? Maybe a little bit, but I think that's the whole point, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's still enjoyable listening. I will give this a silver. Big Pog. Get fucked, Ivy. All right, my... I I guess I'm just fucking dogging. My bad, guys. Sorry to let you fucking down. Oh, baby. Moving on. Not definitely, definitely not going to be dogging. Don't worry about me. Into the album and EP zone of the episode, everybody. Album and EP zone. Give it up. Uh, Covet Catharsis. Instrumental rock trio from California. Quote, the whole concept is escaping into a fantasy realm where the songs depict different characters and their own worlds. Each song is their theme song. End quote. I fucking hated this. I hated this so much. God. I, I'm, I'm not a Covet fan. Shut your ass up, Jake. <laughs> I'm not a Covet fan. I just I don't like them. I don't, I don't, I don't, they don't fucking do anything for me. And to be honest, I feel like... It, it kind of sits in that realm of instrumental bands who get really popular and then get a lot of sponsors and cool equipment, and they just kind of fuck around with tones and cool guitars and stuff like that. But it, in this album, it doesn't even feel like that's what they do. They have, like, two distinct tones that are slightly different. The first song doesn't sound like any other Covet song I've ever heard, but not really in a good way. Like, it just kind of... I heard it and I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to like this album. And then for the next like four songs, or I guess three songs until the interlude, they, it, they all started and sounded the exact fucking same to me. Like, obviously there's some minute variations, but it started with like, I'm pretty sure it was like a drum beat and then it came in with the noodly ass guitar uh, that they always do. I literally, in my notes, I said, boring ah album. We've all heard Chan before, but you didn't do it as good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I would compare this to Chan. I don't disagree with you, Doggin. There was I like know that I would compare this to Chan. It was kind of like if Chan was lame. I, like I love Chan, but I don't know. There were some parts that like the 
instrumentation was like a, a less complicated, less interesting Chan, but like a similar guitar tone to me. I thought there might be some diversity on the back half, uh, and then there wasn't. There was like a song that sounded exactly like the intro, but really didn't do anything for me. Um, participation, uh, no riffs, no variation, nothing for me here. I don't like Covet. I didn't like this album. I didn't like the last album. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll cease my fucking dog, and we'll let, we'll let Jackson talk about it first before, we, before we let Keely get into it. I don't even know why the fuck you're comparing Sean to Covet. They're two different types of math rock. That's like comparing fucking. It's like comparing Guns and Roses to Metallica because they're both rock bands. You can do that. They're two different types of the tones. Uh, The only thing I can I sort of agree with you on is the tone, which you know Yvette Young has done the uh, same similar type of uh, tone for the past few records, which you know that's fine. But this being better than Chan, I don't know. I didn't say that. I said it was worse. I said it was like if Chan was bad. Oh, no. Uh, a lot of what you said didn't really make any sense. But Okay, once album... again, we're not reviewing each other's reviews. We're reviewing the music. <laughs> I thought I was pretty clear anyways. What do you think, Jackson? Uh, what do you think about the album if you don't like my review? I thought this was a pretty good album. You know, I didn't uh, think I didn't like this as much as the previous album. I just wish, uh, you know, with the previous album showing with uh, the song Parachute, which is probably one of my favorite songs of all time, Yvette Young has a very nice uh, singing voice. I wish she would do that more uh, often with uh, her projects. I'll agree to that. That's true. I would say uh, she does do for one of these songs, and uh, there's another vocal uh, sample with uh, another song, but the rest is just a very mellow relaxing uh math rock uh instrumental for the next uh half an hour or so and you know that's couldn't ask for more than that it doesn't have to be bangers after bangers like uh back to back and just be a mellow experience uh i like how there's a there's a theme to this uh album almost sort of uh trying to think of the word um concept like a concept yeah uh, but it's harder to a concept for an album when it's mostly like 95% instrumentals. But, you know, I can kind of see what they're trying to do with uh, the theme songs for all this. But for all that, I'm going to have to give this a high silver. All right. Wow. Keely, what do you think? Since apparently I'm the odd one out here. I don't think you're the odd one out. Um, so I used to really enjoy Covet, particularly for the remake of their first EP um, and then their very first album, Efflores. I think that for the time and when Yvette was coming out, when like before the Instagram guitar player takeover happened, I think that's when her sound was the freshest. Um, and I think that's when she was doing the most creative things I've heard from the band. That's when Forrest joined and really brought a whole new level of groove and dynamic with the drums. With all of that being said, I have not really been into Covet since. I did not really like the follow-up record. I haven't really liked any of the sessions that Yvette's done just because, again, it's, you know, Instagram guitar took over and it's just a little tired for me. Can you um, can you describe what you mean by Instagram guitar for anyone who might not understand so instagram guitar to me is like you know like the ichikas or the uh uh oh that yeah 
<laughs> yeah, like super clean tone, uh, a really good riff idea that you can listen to and like loop, you know, either make it a lo-fi song or make it like a Chon rip song or something like that. Or like the Polyphia syndrome, like those kind of things. Quick, catchy, hook-like guitar parts uh, that are complex and technical um, and they're flashy, so they make for good quick cut content. This album feels like a lot of that. I will give credit where credit is due. Uh, there were two tracks that I did really enjoy, like two tracks that I genuinely will return to uh, because they don't sound like normal Covet. <laughs> uh, and that was the opening track, Coronal, which uh, I thought was super interesting. The vocals got weird because I don't personally like Yvette's singing voice. Uh, so the vocals got super weird and buried in a post-rocky way. The fuzz is huge. Uh, since I was off today, I was blessed to listen to this album in my studio office with my nice speakers. Uh, I don't so, think that was Yvette singing in Coronal. Whoever it was, I really liked it because um, I don't really like her voice so much. Um, and then Smolder, again, because it was just the production was huge. It was fuzzy. It sounded like post-rock. It didn't just sound like the typical Covet formula. Uh, with all of that said, I'm going to give it a bronze. I don't think those two songs were enough to carry me into the silver. The The Instagrammy guitar trope thing is still neat, just boring. It's tired. Neat, but boring. Interesting. Yeah. This was probably the most uh, polarizing review we've ever had. Yeah, we were all over the place today. I like that. I'm so tired. Moving on, baby! Skylar Accord, True Viridian melanated goth jams by issues and 21 pilots bassist that's the only note we got i ran Thanks, out of steam yeah. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the theme for this whole episode we're all just fucking exhausted sleepy friday oh boy i thought the production is nice with skylar record songs um i enjoy his voice for the most part but I don't know. I just kind of find the songs a little boring. It's a personal thing. Obviously, there's a lot of people who really enjoy the sound. It's chill. Not everything has to be, you know, Jackson said it on the last song. Not everything has to be banger after banger, ass beater, fucking high energy, crazy shit. Uh, but I just, you know, that's the headspace I've been in. Uh, maybe this would grow on me a little bit. Um, I know I gave some shit to Not Worth Saving, but I do think it's grown on me a little bit. I think it's the most interesting song on the whole EP, even though it was, you know, a single. Um, I think that chorus is pretty catchy. I, I think about it probably the most on the whole record. But yeah, for the most part, didn't do a ton for me. Uh, I think the project, you know, was a little repetitive, but there's a lot more there than, you know, I'm probably giving credit for simply because of my mental state about listening to it at the moment. I'm going to give it a bronze. I probably should come back to it and give it a more fair shake, but I just, at the time of this maybe, recording... Maybe on an After Dark in the future or something. Yeah, at the time of this recording, not super into it. Uh, let's hear from Keely. Didn't like the single, don't like the full release. Gonna make this one short and sweet, baby. Uh, super boring. Uh, not my thing. Uh, I think I like Not Worth Saving less now than I did when we <laughs> did the single. 
uh knew it all along Damn. was very grating made of is probably the worst track on the entire thing i'm very sorry skylar uh you are dumb stupid talented and i wish to like your music more but i really hate it participation <laughs> holy Damn. fuck i am not tagging Jax. him on the twitter post <laughs> He's, I think busy, he's too busy playing incredible sold out shows with 21 pilots who I'm very sorry also sucks horse shit <laughs> well, well, hold on now Whoa. well hold on now Trench is a very good album what the 20, fuck 21 dog Jake. shit Trench I, I've talked to Jake about Trench before the most hateful podcast on the internet McDonald's <laughs> man uh mid you know I <laughs> If I, if I can say, um, you know, I think this is a good length for this project, you know, five songs uh, and Skylar goes, um, does try different sounds, which each and every song. And I have to respect that uh, overall, you know, all these songs are have a metal mellow tone and it's, uh, it's supposed to be like a some sort of like a bedroom pop type ordeal. You know, he has uh, Made Of, which is more of an upbeat, you know, kind of a boppy ditty. And then he's got, you know, Not Worth Saving, a much slower, more uh, somber type of uh, song. And, uh, you know, first track, Nude All Along, a more tried and true, uh, just synthy uh, pop, which I think all these songs are, you know, okay. They're all okay. Um, I would probably say not worth saving still with the uh, runtime of over four and uh, almost four and a half minutes. A little bit too long. But overall, I think with such a uh, mixture of these sounds and uh, like so, um, so, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm just having a, like a mouthful of... Uh, <laughs> well, close i'm close to getting there uh i don't think this is as bad as the others say i think there's just haters but i wouldn't say uh -huh. this is amazing when you're done I'll, I'll 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 do something to correct some of my dogging for you jackson <laughs> and not for jake for you i'll correct some of it i'll repent go ahead jackson. uh i us, definitely there are definitely some songs that are better than the others um you know i think made of I don't think it's an amazing song. I think it's just fun. I don't think there's anything wrong with being fun. Uh, Star Junction, I think, is a pretty good song by itself. Uh, overall, I, I'd probably give this a low silver or a high bronze. I'm not sure. Going to... I, going to uh, I'll give this a low silver. <laughs> I was going to say consult the ref on this. Can, can, is Jackson allowed to give it two ratings? Is that allowed? No. <laughs> Anthony Fantano does that. Why can't I? I used to work at a place called Dragon Ball, um, <laughs> which was a cereal place where they would spray like these cereal balls with some sort of thing. I liquid nitrogen. Yeah, liquid nitrogen, and it would make it all smoky. And when you ate it. It you could blow out smoke. It was dog shit, stupid ass fucking idea for a restaurant. <laughs> well, um, it just tasted like Captain Crunch. Um, but the two guys that ran it, they were like, <laughs> they were talking to the mall manager who was this like strict white lady, and they were like, "We can't we close on Sunday? Chick Fil A does it." 
And she said, you aren't Chick-fil-A. So, Jackson, you aren't Anthony Fantano. So you don't get two ratings. What the fuck did that whole story have to do with anything? <laughs> Building up the bit. <laughs> Not the duck. Oh. There was one time where I was really constipated. And I ate a bunch of honey bunches of oats to get all that fiber. And you know what, Jake? You just ain't that shit. <laughs> so fucking stupid. What has this episode become? All right, let me crack some of my dog in to put us back on fucking track. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, are you allowed to do that? Are, I don't know if that's part of the rules. Yeah, too. yeah, uh, you can you, you can correct it. dogging. You just can't give two different ratings. <laughs> I'm not giving two ratings. The only thing I will say is that the production is phenomenal. Like, this is a squeaky clean, very well produced, very top to bottom. Every detail was paid attention to, which is why I complimented how great of a musician that Skylar is. I just don't like it. Okay, that's my only my my only good little bit that I can add. The train is now leaving the Skylar Accord station and moving on to the Dana Y, the liar. Liar? Is that how you, whatever. Homemade pop concoctions from Asbury, New Jersey. Dana Y, the liar. I actually really like this record. Uh, it's very, very long. Uh, it's like an hour and like 11 minutes. Very, very long record, but I... I think it works. Uh, there's a lot of like vocal diversity, a lot of different effects on it. Um, it's a pretty straightforward album, pretty easy listening. I'm not gonna lie, this this the first thing it gave me was these are the vibes of growing up in the suburbs, and as someone who grew up in the suburbs, it'd be like that, and it feels like that. I actually picked some standout tracks on this one, baby. I really liked uh, "Night Be Kind," "Mount Misery," and "Neil." Uh, Thought there was a lot of cool stuff on it. Outro on Mount Misery fucking rips. Uh, cool guitar riffs on Neil. Uh, I'm gonna give this one... Uh, I was between a high silver and like a low gold. Because I think I just have to listen to it again. It's a very long album. It was really hard to pick out like every little thing I, I, I wanted to talk about. I'm gonna settle on a low gold. This is cool. Definitely check it out. Uh, let's hear from... I don't know who I picked last time. Uh, J Jackson, we'll we'll start with you again. Or yeah, this is uh, 14 tracks, about an hour, I believe, uh, if I can double check. Yeah, an, an hour and 11 minutes. Uh, yep. Uh, which, you know, go Dana. Because, you know, putting out an hour and 11 minutes of music is not an easy task. No. And, you know, there's definitely a lot of work put into each of these songs that range from... Uh, a minute and a half to six minutes. Oh, sorry, eight minutes. My bad. I can't even count today. Um, <laughs> Just one of the definitely, with each of these songs, definitely uh, Dana tries and uh, puts different types of sounds and uh, have, each song has its own unique specialty. And uh, I give it, I will give it uh, praise for that uh, rather than it just being, you know, bland throughout the entire album like it could have been. Uh, there's been some unique stuff to really make you think. There's some sounds, uh, fuck, I think it's hand sanitizers that just has those like really high screeching uh, like sounds that kind of sound grating, but also interesting at the same time. I was mostly listening to this in the car uh, while going bowling. <laughs> 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 probably not in their best mindset. Uh, 
but I think this was pretty okay. Would I go back to listen to this? Probably. I'll probably give this another listen, fully full listen through, not in the car. Uh, definitely a lot of interesting stuff. Um, so with that, I'm just going to give this a uh, low silver. Yeah, the the bowling, the, <laughs> the fucking on the way to bowling mentality. That'll that'll do it's it. It's a to dark you. place. It <laughs> no, it was pretty brightly lit. Oh fuck! Dog fucking Keely, let's go! Ah! <laughs> uh, this one I actually wrote the most notes for today, so. I'll start off by giving my rating so I can explain myself. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to give it a medium bronze. Um mm-hmm. I I think the production is unfucking real. Like wow, the details. Again, I got spoiled this week. I could listen on my nice monitors where I could hear things a little better than headphones. Wow. There's so much detail in these songs. It's crazy with that being said so much attention to detail for songs that are not as entertaining to me which a bulk of this was given that it's such a long album personally i think i might have preferred this split up into like strongest songs on an ep and then take the album and kind of rework it to be a more full cohesive thing i feel like it picks up and loses steam and picks up and loses steam I had three very big standouts, which two of them are the same as you, Ivy. Uh, Night Be Kind and Neil are really, really powerful. Uh, The screamed vocals really, really caught me uh, and made me excited. There were a lot of post-Rocky elements in the production that made it huge. Uh, Heaven is a Highway Black Coffee, the eight-minute song, is super fucking cool. I think that's an awesome build-up, lots of cool soundscaping, but it just couldn't escape the bronze dimension for me. I really wanted to like it more. I I only talked about pretty much good things, uh, but I just, it can't escape that bronze zone for me. Keely straight up carrying the fucking podcast today with thoughtful, uh, <laughs> long-noted reviews. What are you I talking? Jackson has been giving the probably the best reviews he's ever done on the show this no, episode. No, no, no. You let me fucking finish. That's not even true, because I'm not giving a single gold yet. I'm not talking about, like, the best albums. I'm saying, like, the best. You're reviewing it good. I'm talking about the yeah, review itself. I was getting there. My brain fried. Bed. Can't good. talk good. I don't even have a fucking rebuttal, dog. I don't even know what to say. You just take it. I'm just fucking stunned. Taking else. Moving on. God, baby, fucking fire tools. I am upset because I see something that is not there. Electronic music from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we interviewed her, and we had a lovely conversation. Episode 55. Check it out. Very, very good. Loved talking to her. This record is phenomenal. It's such a treat. Uh, I know when we originally reviewed that that first single that came all, uh, out, um, I wasn't sure if I, you know how I felt about it. But in the context of the full record, God, what a fucking! It's so cool. There's such a range of instrumentation. All of the uh, uh, the things that she talked about on the podcast uh, that she pulls from. Uh, is so fucking cool. I love the vocal work. All of the cleans are really, really nice. All of the screams are really well done. Um, I think they work so well in context. It's really like, it's like a full experience, you know? The whole album from start to finish 
like that's the only way I could I could listen to this. It's so fucking cool. It's such she like she did such a phenomenal job. I have nothing but nice things to say about it. The production is great. The instrumentation is cool as fuck. There are so many little details everywhere that are absolutely phenomenal. This is easily ten billion golds. My release of the week. Shout out Fire Tools. God, Did you say another one was our release of the week? No, uh, I no, said she had a single, single of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we for, for once I got you, Ivy. For for once, I won't throw you under the bus. I got you, girl. Thank you, Keely. Shut up. Damn, I'm fucking cooking. What do you want me to do? Not talk on the goddamn podcast where we fucking talk, Jackson? Shut the fuck up. Quit the podcast. Oh, man. All right, that's it. All right, everybody. It's been fun. It's it's been a good time. No no tap apology only. (laughs) I fucking lied. I didn't leave. Fire tools, baby. Super good. Shout out Fire Tools. 10, 10 million, 10 billion more golds. Fuck all y'all. I didn't quit the podcast. I'm still here. Kaylee, say your fucking review before Hell I quit yeah. the podcast forever. So this was the only album I did not get to listen to on my monitors, which I can't wait to do again because uh, I got to listen to it in a better context. Uh, I had to drive very far today, almost 100 miles before I got onto the pod. took a little journey and I got to listen to this album top to bottom on that drive uh, for the first part of the drive. What a fantastic release. Like I remember on the single, it was like my standout because the vocals in particular caught me off guard. But like, this is a soundscaping fucking masterpiece. Like... I absolutely agree with you, Ivy, that in context, it just may like that intro track just means all the more. Like once you listen to it in the full scheme of things, all the soundscaping, the instrumentation, the saxophone, the shreddy guitars, uh, my standout track that I have to mention was the great allower heavy as fuck in a a (laughs) sea of very pretty things. Uh, it just caught me again. It was like the single, it caught me off guard in the middle of the same album of that single. I was really excited about this. This is my, it was not my number one of the week, but it is my absolute very close, almost tied runner up. Uh, I cannot wait to revisit this with my monitors uh, and just kick back and listen to it top to bottom. Uh, thank you, Fire Tools. This fucking rules. Yes, oh, yes. Rated. Did I rate it? Uh, now I don't remember. R- rate it? Oh, Go ahead. Give it, give six, it some medals. Six million gold. Six Let's million. go. Woo! Jackson, since you want to talk so much, you want to kick my ass off the podcast where we talk about things. What the? What's your rating, huh? What do you think about the Fire Tools record? Silver. Any more than that? Any? Would you like to elaborate? Uh, the tracks range from it being a bunch of random sounds to a bunch of interesting random sounds. Very uncohesive. Uh, not a bad thing, but some of these songs, uh, I guess, I just don't understand. Maybe since everyone seemed to have uh, seen Fire Tools live, it makes more sense. But for me, a random listener, uh, I don't what know. the hell are you talking Silver. about? Yeah. Seeing Fire Tools live? No one here has seen Fire Tools live. No, there was a. I think Jackson is referring to the video from yesterday in the Discord. Yes. Yeah, oh, a yeah. Discord user in our Discord posted ND ninety nine. I think their name is posted it, but Nick. Uh, I thought you guys saw it too. No, no, we. Wait, no, no, no. I saw the never mind. My chain, my 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 uh, review still seems to say it is going to be a silver. All right, 
Okay, moving on. Last, last album of the podcast. I'm taking my gloves off, motherfucker. I'm putting, I'm putting my socks on. Paper cut, paper cut two. Metalcore slash new metal project from Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, name might be pronounced slash paper cut. I can't tell if they're dropping that aspect of their name. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, um, on Spotify it just says paper cut, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I understand if they have to change it because of you know the slash. It might get annoying with promotion and like online shit. So I don't know. Yeah, not sure. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really into this style of uh, new metal revival or like the the metalcore aspects. I think there are some. There are some cool things. I wasn't a huge fan of the vocals, but I do think it has a lot of really cool, like, upbeat moments. It's definitely, like, something I feel like in a live environment I'd probably enjoy more. Um, there's just something about the energy of this genre and of Papercut in general that is really cool. I, I like the idea of what they're doing. There's some cool stuff in the instrumental as well. Uh, a lot of it, it just kind of dragged on for me, um, but not bad. Not bad at all. Um... But yeah, I, I don't know, keep it short and sweet. I think I'd give it a high bronze. I should, again, this is another one. I should go back and give it like a better, a better once over when I'm not, you know, tired and just listen to, you know, four albums back to back to back. But uh, I hate that uh, it clipped out when I screamed high bronze. It clipped out and it didn't come through. <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, well, why don't you go, why don't you go ahead, Keely? Then why don't you tell us what you think since. My rating is 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 just so insane, so insane. You had to clip your mic. Ivy sucks. fucking sucks this episode. No, if anything, I suck this episode. I've been a motherfucker. With that being said, uh, I'm gonna start this one out with a fucking uh, call out post to all those revival ass fucking revival core bands out there, and those metal core bands that scream, "We want to do new metal," and everybody trying to say that we need to bring back the 2000s. Paper cut. I genuinely had to go and look and see if we were getting fucking goofed on. I thought this album, <laughs> aesthetically, sound-wise, production, vocals, everything, this is the closest thing I've ever heard to, like, Ross Robinson new metal that goes hard and gives all the energy with modern-day touches I've ever heard. This was so fucking good top to bottom. Uh, I'm going to use my only soundboard uh, privilege. Uh, this gets my motherfucking snare award. The snare on this sounds like somebody recorded it in 2002 and was just like, nah, we saved it for the special time. <laughs> My fucking snare ward. Uh, this ruled. I Again, genuinely, I, th I thought we were being goofed. I thought this was like a 2000s record. The cleans do what everybody tries to rip Deftones for, but they do it really well. There's multiple screamed elements. It sounds like there's different screamers doing many different highs and mids crazy lows crazy breakdowns they bring in like a modern metalcore element into everything while still it this is what all those fucking we want to be the heavy lincoln park no this makes me think of that in a good way and not a wow you're fucking lame away oh my god <laughs> six million gold uh fucking revival core bands listen to paper cut paper cuts fucking got it listen to them damn damn <laughs> God, uh, I ruled. Wait, I need to see them uh, if they ever tour. I need to. I just need to go to the show. Uh, Jackson, this is your moment. Wrap up. Wrap, wrap up this uh, here uh, review for us. 
What do you think of Paper Cut 2? I do agree. Uh, this definitely does, out of all the uh, ones that we've uh, listened to in this podcast with the uh, nostalgia type uh, production and uh, songwriting, this is probably the closest to sounding like an actual authentic like 2001 era of uh, new metal, which, <clears throat> you know, I'm not going to give it all that because uh, there's more to that than that. I would definitely agree that this probably would uh, be a lot better at a live venue because I think that type of energy works better rather than it being played through uh, like Spotify. This uh, type of sound, you know, hasn't really been uh, done that well lately. And I applaud Papercut for, you know, executing this pretty well. Um, even just through streaming, um, the tones of uh, the vocalist and the instruments just cut through, you know, no pun intended. Uh, just, <laughs> they just cut through so well. And uh, just this raw energy just like what I have not heard in such a long time. Even the eight and a half, then almost nine minutes long uh, track had me interested through the whole entire way. And this is coming from someone that wasn't really big into like Lincoln Park, even when Hybrid Theory came out. I thought it was just okay, along with uh, other bands like that. But it's nice to see that, you know, Paper Cut 2 turned out as well as it did. And I will have to give this a gold. Let's go. Yo. You know, I think it's I think it's cool that we all mentioned the live aspect. I know that Keeley's really big on live sound and uh and I I you know, I really fuck with that vision. I like bands who have the energy that like you know that shit's going to translate over to an insane show. When I think back about like nostalgic kind of styles of music especially with you know, new metal, I think of, you know, clips of those insane shows from some of the big like new metal titans that were out there playing like huge fucking events, huge venues, and just like people going absolutely ape shit over it. Um, so I think I think it's super fucking cool that that really translates into paper cut sound, and I'm glad that we all, you know, kind of had that had that same thought. I think that's fucking cool as hell. Have you ever seen uh, Don Broco live? No. Ooh. I definitely I've seen them live and. They do have a lot of energy put into their live shows, which I think enhances their sounds. I like Don Broco. Yeah, I also. I didn't like. I didn't, li- I didn't, li- I didn't they're like. Fun live, yeah. They are pretty. They're dumb fun. Their songs. They're not like intricate or like. I feel like Don Broco is fun. more feels more like Limp Biscuit to me in a way, in an attitude sort of way. Well, I think, I think McDonald's. Well, no, the uh, the 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 front man. I would say is a lot more enjoyable <laughs> yeah of a human being <laughs> don't make me uh, break also, down I, mcdonald's no i mean i didn't really like the uh newest don broco record i think it was their weakest one but uh, you know i loved manchester's super red our number one fan or whatever that song's fucking that's, that's fine but the rest of the album uh, i don't know <laughs> i think the rest of the album's okay i don't think it's that bad I think it has a lot more misses than hits, though. A lot more than technology, uh, anyway. Man, I don't want to hear your fucking opinion, Keely. Shut the fuck up, Keely. No one cares about goddamn Ronald McDonald. All right, let's wrap up the show. It's been a fun one. It's been good, high energy. Definitely no dogging. Definitely no bad reviews. Uh, we do our best on Mutant Puke Podcast to be 
uh, the most hard-hitting first to the tracks that you can get every Monday, baby. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Matt Burridge for our theme song and to Kyle Culp for our artwork. Please consider following us and rating us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcast, it helps us get out to more people, and it's very, very good for the algorithm. Uh, please consider checking out our Patreon. You get extended versions of the main pod with music and our after show called Mutant Puke After Dark. Uh, those are very, very fun. On the last After Dark episode, we review Tyler, the Creator's The Estate Sales, uh, Discord Game Night, and Fortnite. Once again, thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Keeley. And thank you always uh. to Jake for producing the show. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. See ya. Hamburger. Um,